You're listening to the Do the Damn Thing podcast with Liz Heron, episode 46. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Do the Damn Thing podcast. My name is Liz Heron, and I am your personal cheerleader, helping you get off your butt and on your way to trying something new, facing your fears, or realizing your dreams. No matter what your damn thing is, whether it's asking for a raise at work, organizing your house, getting out of that toxic relationship, or pursuing your passion project, this show will provide you with real-world, tangible tips and inspiration so you can live the life you deserve. If you're ready to do the damn thing, then you have come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hey, friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Do the Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm your host, Liz Heron, and I'm so excited that you're here. I um, <laughs> Full confession, I recorded this intro and then realized I had my microphone off. I thought I'd learned my lesson. I've done that once before. And uh, I thought I'd learned my lesson, but apparently I needed to learn it again today. <laughs> Man, I don't know about you, but this quarantine, isolation, lockdown, what are we what are we calling this? Do we have a brand name yet? Um, this It's definitely been an opportunity to learn something new every day. And sometimes I'm learning the same stuff every day. Like it's just giving me an opportunity to like, oh, right, that's a lesson that we got to, we got to fine tune. We're just going to become, you know, we're going to keep learning that lesson every day until we get it. Like me turning on the microphone. (laughs) So the other thing that I'm kind of finding about this time is not only am I learning lessons every day or having stuff come up that I need to kind of work through, but it's also been a really great time for experimenting. Like I'm usually, if I have an idea for something, I kind of, I'll talk myself out of it before I do it. But I'm finding with this time, I am taking action a lot faster and I'm just doing it and just seeing. And I think it's because everybody's doing something new now, right? Like we're all having to navigate something brand new. So if you're a parent, you're navigating homeschooling. If you know, you're somebody who's used to working outside the house here. Now you're working inside the house. Um, if you're somebody who's, you know, been furloughed or you've lost your job, right? Like that you're navigating like what that looks like. Everyone's kind of finding this new, just learning how to adapt in this new time. And for me, I feel like it's taking this weight off my shoulders of having to have everything be perfect because dude, like nothing's perfect right now. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing is like the ideal situation. And so it's really freeing me up to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's, we're just going to try some stuff. Like, and so this episode that you're about to listen to is one of my ideas where I was just like, all right, let's just try it. Let's see what happens. So usually when I do a podcast interview, I, it's remote. So unless we're together, we're doing it just audio only. Um, don't really get to see the guests. They don't get to see me. We can show up in our comfy pants and, hair a mess and whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, and I love that because it's much more relaxed and conversational, but I'm an extrovert. I'm really missing people right about now. And I miss seeing people's faces and I totally understand the mask stuff, but like, I have such an urge when I'm out to like smile at people and like see their face. And so, um, the way that I get my face fixed is I decided to do some podcast interviews on Instagram live. And so you can all see them in real time. You can ask questions if you want. Um, and it's just kind of, and I get to see faces. I get to interact. Like it's, it's kind of a win-win win. And this episode you're about to listen to is the very first 
time I tried to do this. And I'm so thankful to Fifi Buchanan for being my um my my first, my test subject, right? Like to, to take in this jump with me. I met Fifi at Alt this year and um she had a she was doing a talk on self-care and I almost didn't go to it because I was like, yeah, 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 self-care. <laughs> but she said something in her speech that really resonated with me. And it was that self-care is anything that fills you up. And that struck me because I think so often we get this idea of like self-care is a spa day or a mani-pedi or I don't know. There's all these like stereotypical things like, you know, that when you say, oh, spa day or self-care Sunday, like that's what it looks like. But her, you know, what she offered up was that's not going to be beneficial to everybody, right? Like what fills you up is going to be completely different and that's okay. And that you shouldn't try to do someone else's version of self-care, that you have to look at what works for you, try on some things, right? And so for some people it's horseback riding or gardening, um, for me, I love dance breaks. Like I have really been loving D Nice's DJ sets on Instagram. He goes live on Instagram and I will put those on and I have to dance. Like I can't not dance to his uh, mixes. So it's really, really, that fills me up. Like I feel energized after that. I feel good. He's got some great like um, late night sets that he does that are really calming and that's just my version of self-care, right? It's going to look different for everybody. And so when Phoebe said that, it really like a light bulb went off for me. And I was like, oh, I want to have her on the show to talk about this. And then COVID-19 happened. And that just made me even more um, sure that she needed to be on the show and kind of talk about her um, coping mechanisms and self-care. And so we had this great conversation and I really hope that you will take some of her suggestions um, in and, you know, try them on, see if they work for you. Um, She talks a great deal about, um, or she talks about a great idea, I should say, of um, vision mapping, right? And, And getting into this, like, you know, what do you want your future to look like? What do you want the rest of this isolation to look like, or what do you, you know, what is the best case scenario, really talking about all the good stuff too, because just like life is 50, 50, right? 50% of the time it's great. 50% of the time it sucks. Your brain kind of needs to be fed a diet that, um, that represents that, right? So right now we're probably getting a lot of like the negative stuff in the news and just frustration and stress. And like all of that is the 50% that sucks. And so you have to feed your brain 50% of the good stuff, right? So whether it's thinking about, you know, if you had a vacation you were going to go on, but it was postponed, thinking about how great it's going to be once you get to go there, right? So just really imagining that and how much more you're going to appreciate it when you're there and how just how wonderful it's going to be to be able to be in that, you know, be on that vacation, Um or just thinking about, you know, if you have a business idea and you're starting it, like what is, you know, how does that look like? And what if that works out, right? Like just giving your brain some time to kind of noodle in the, like the positive stuff, the fun stuff, the good stuff, and kind of balance out that 50-50 diet. So take a listen. Um, 
If you are following me on Instagram, please join me for the next live. Um, we're scheduling those out now, but I'm trying to go live every single day for a little bit of just check in and see how everybody's doing. So be sure to follow me. I'm at Ms. Liz Heron, which is M-S-L-I-Z-H-E-R-O-N. And um, let's get into the interview with Fifi. I think you're really going to love it. She hosts a podcast called Wonderfully Made, and which I highly recommend you checking out just because she's got an amazing voice and I just love listening to her. And she's got so many great um, just insights and tips that I think are really, really valuable. So be sure to check her out and I'll put all of her um, contact information in the show notes. And you can also follow her on Instagram at Divine Hostess. So, all right, friends, let's jump into the interview and I hope you have a great day. Hello, everybody. Let me just... How do I pin this? I'm learning so many new things in this quarantine time. Learning how to do lives, learning how to put a little pin thing here. Hey, Ingrid, how are you? Live. I've seen D Nice do this on his uh, on his <laughs> DJ things where you could put a little pin. Let's see. Um, okay. Now, how do I pin that? Oh, pin comment. Okay, look at that. We're learning all sorts of new things. Okay, how are we doing? All right, yay, Fifi's here. So I'm gonna try to add you now. Let's see, what is this? All right, I wonder if you have to, oh, here it is. Go live with Fifi. Fingers crossed. Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> Let's see if we can do this. Yay! It worked, I think. Yes. (laughs) All right. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm still trying to figure out like how my setup is going to work with all of this and like making sure it's not like a same close-up and yeah. Uh, And I can't even see my face. (laughs) Oh, you can't? No, because for some reason, the whole, like, the request to send is still taking over the screen. Oh, okay. So (laughs) you can just let me know if I have broccoli in my teeth. (laughs) No, it looks good. It looks good. I would definitely let you know if there was, like, lipstick or broccoli or anything. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for doing this and for coming on and and being live. I'm super excited about this. Because I actually need to see people this way. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so the only problem is without me being able to see the screen, if anyone asks a question, I won't be able to see it. But hopefully gotcha. you okay. will be able to. Okay, then I will let you know how okay. that goes. Um, cool. So how how are you doing with the isolation and quarantine? And Yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, I mean, I'm always pretty much like up and down as far as like energy levels. I think that's just mm-hmm. pretty common for creatives. I yeah. definitely have modes where I'm just like, I can go till two or three in the morning and just like create. I mean, it was kind of like that for my last ebook. Um, I just basically stayed up till two or three in the morning for like an entire week and I was fine. I wasn't even tired at all. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's other times when I just need to like really chill. And so last week was one of those weeks and I deleted the IG app. Um, Mm. I 
you know, journaled a lot more. I read a lot more. I was still using Twitter. I feel like that's always something just as a writer. I just love it there. Yeah. So was doing that. And, you know, I have modes like that. Like I've just kind of decided to be diligent about work, but also diligent about rest. And if that's what my body needs, then I just kind of like go with the flow yeah. and I'm in a position where I can right now. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what's great about this time, right, is that we do get to have a lot more rest and, like, take a little, oh, did I leave you? I think I lost you. All right. We'll get you back. Um, but as I was, let's see, we'll wait for her. This is all new. We're all learning. Very exciting. Okay. There We're you back. are. <laughs> okay. I had a frozen screen. <laughs> no worries um but yeah I was saying like it's such a great time that it's like yeah when you need to rest like now this is the perfect time because it's like yeah. all right go rest and I was talking to a client about you know the the privilege of being able to take like a three-hour nap or a three-hour break yeah. you know in your day and and absolutely you know um yeah I definitely I feel like there's when I talk to people I want to ask like is it a good day or a bad day because yeah. it's been like this up and down for so many people mm -hmm. and I know for me, it's kind of like, well, like this, today's been an, an okay day. It's been like, the kids are all yeah. doing their homeschooling and um, they're just all like everybody. It's It amazes me how much they still want to be all around each other and me. <laughs> like, don't you all want some space? No. No, they so, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so one that's of the reasons cool. I wanted to talk to you because I love that you said that you're diligent about rest because I think that's so important is like, even though we're all home, there is this like, almost like, like, you know, we're still going, 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 right? If we're like yeah. juggling, you know, working from home now with kids at home, mm -hmm. with never being able to like, you can't even go to a coffee shop and like work, you know, for a little bit by yourself. No. And exactly. so, yeah, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. But before I do, I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of introduce yourself and your background and, and let us know all about you. Okay, yeah. So for those who don't know me, I'm Fifi Buchanan. I host a podcast called Wonderfully Made, which I started back in 2016. So it's been a while now. And um, I originally was trained in technical writing and mechanical engineering. So um, although it may seem like I'm kind of a long way from that, it's been like this consistent journey of just like what people are asking me for advice on and what I'm passionate about and things in my own life that I wanted to work on. And so specifically with the podcast, I just was needing some encouragement. Work mm. was really, really hard at that time. And I just couldn't find that gentle voice that I was looking for. I felt like everything that I found was like more of like a self uh, or a tough love approach. Yeah. And I mean, like when it comes to exercise, I am not the boot campy type. Like if you're yelling at me, I'm like, wait, what is happening? Why are you yelling? And so for me, I just decided I can create something that sort of suits me and, and fits what I need. And it just so happens to collide with what other people need. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I am. You know, I'm grateful. I'm still doing the tech writing stuff as well, too. But it's just like, I realize now I don't have to just have one thing that I do. And yeah. this is my thing that I want to serve the world with as a remedy for just like what's going on and the stress people feel. Yeah, that's so great. I always think that if there's something that I need, then at least one other person needs it. And if one other person yeah. needs it, then two people need it, right? Like, so that's such a great thing. That's like, if you couldn't find what you needed in the world that you put it out there. So yeah, I really love that. So I met you at Alt Summit, which was a month ago, but also a lifetime ago. <laughs> it feels like a year ago at this point. <laughs> 
it breaks what's today the eighth yeah it was about a month ago that we were there which yeah. it feels so yeah. crazy um mm -hmm. but i loved it because i i attended your panel kind of by mistake i think um monique melton was kind of like i'm going to this you should go to this and i was like okay um because i just did whatever <laughs> she tells you to do <laughs> and what i loved about your um talk because you talked about self-care and like you know right like self-care for entrepreneurs and like what that looks like for people um and something that you said really stuck with me because it's i think so often when people say self-care the thought is like mani patties and facials and like yeah. that whole idea and yeah you said something about how self-care is whatever fills your cup right like whatever fills you up is self-care mm -hmm. right and yeah that yeah. was something that like i literally like i just remember like breathing like a huge sigh of relief i was like oh like oh i get to decide what self-care yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> and i think especially like that's something that we all need to kind of remember and recognize now right mm -hmm. because it's like especially now especially now like it's not going to look the same and we can't even if mani petties are your self-care, like you're not going to be able to get right. Like you gonna... literally can't right now. <laughs> so. so you have to find something else. So yes, yeah. yeah, so I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that, about, you know, coping mechanisms. Like what's, mm -hmm. what are some good ones? What are some bad ones? Like what are your, what are the ones that you're using right now? Yeah. Like how are you coping? Yeah. Fifi, tell mm -hmm. us. Yeah. So what, what are, what are you doing right now to, to cope? So right now, um, like I mentioned the break from Instagram, I'm not sure why, but of this, all the, all the platforms, there are just certain ones that I need to take a step back from, from time to time. And it's a little tricky when you're a business owner because yeah. you can't really deactivate things or you shouldn't because that content needs to be, you know, standing there for people to find. But I mean, I did come back to like dozens of messages, <laughs> um, but I, <laughs> I know that a lot of things are easy to find on my site. Um, I also learned that I can check my DMs from my Facebook business page if I need to. Oh, okay. So um, that's how I was able to respond to you. And then, um, so that was really helpful to step away. And then social media platforms that I have found useful is like being on Pinterest because it's just mm. images there. Um, and a lot of it is inspiration and you can build boards for, you know, your own inspiration and things you plan to do when this, you know, whole lockdown is yeah. over. And so I spent... A bunch of time on there over the past week um, because one thing I really enjoy is like vision mapping especially when I'm really stressed about the future instead um, mm. I like to think about what if the best case scenario actually happens so that yeah. is part of my coping mechanism because my unhealthy coping mechanism is to say oh well I'm an en engineer and I'm so good at risk assessment so let me plan out all of these like horrible <laughs> outcomes and yes. prepare for those yeah and I think that I'm being responsible but I'm actually just operating in fear and so the opposite is like, let me also prepare for the best case scenario. So thinking ahead, because I'm going to be moving in the next few months. So I started yeah. like looking at like apartment decor and just different things that really made me happy. Yeah. And that was a good time. Like I, I definitely sometimes forget about Pinterest. Um, and so yeah. going back on there and just seeing all these nice images and planning like food to eat. Um, another coping mechanism for me is sleep. And I know that that's kind of like controversial because I've heard some therapists have even said like too much sleep can be um, a problem. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when people are depressed and they're anxious, their body is literally so fatigued. Um, yeah. Some people have memory loss. Um, it affects your cognitive ability. And so sleep is actually a really, really good thing for me. Um, and it's interesting because, I mean, think about when a patient comes in with trauma, if it's really, really bad, 
they actually put them into a coma. And the reason is because you're not feeling pain in that at, at that time. It actually calms your nerves. And so I think of it on a micro level, if I can just take a minute to, you know, 20 minutes, an hour or two hours to take a nap, then that's time that I'm not worrying or anxious or coming up with a headache or something because yeah. I'm just so overwhelmed. And so for me, sleep has been a good one, whether it's like tucking in a little early, like going to bed at like 8.45. And yeah. you can tell when I, I'm really tired because I really will sleep till 6 a.m. And it's yeah. like, okay, I went to bed before nine and I still slept, you know, all the way till 6 a.m. So sleeping has been um, a really good one because there was a time last week right before I decided to delete the app that I was working on um, editing a podcast and I was literally like dozing off. And then I was like, <laughs> this podcast is not due for five weeks. Why am I forcing myself yeah. right now when I just take a nap? Yeah. And um, I know that that's not a luxury that everyone has available to them, but some people do and they're not taking advantage. Um, and then the other thing is therapy. And I know that therapy is tricky right now because not everyone can go in and see their therapist, but I know a lot of people are switching to um, online so they can talk video chat or, yeah. um, you know, different, different things like that. I use BetterHelp, so it goes through, through the app and you can video chat with your therapist. Okay. And, uh, you know, I think that's really beneficial because I can think of about four years ago, I was so stressed and anxious that getting to my appointment was taxing. Yeah. I mean, think about someone who's struggling to maybe get out of bed getting to their appointment is a struggle. So now I'm 15 minutes late to my appointment and the only person that it costs is me. Now I have a shorter appointment when I need it. So having like this whole like teledoc thing where you can actually just like talk to them online. If you don't want to get out of bed, you don't have to, but yeah. you can still show up to do the work. So I find that to be helpful. Um, you know, just with anxiety, a lot of times your, your perception is quite off about, you know, how well you're doing. A lot of times yeah. when you're really, really anxious. You're like, I'm failing at everything. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I, oh, I'm just very, right, and it's like, you would never say this to anyone else. I'm like, did somehow, you read my journal yesterday? <laughs> see, so I'm not the only one. So, um, yeah, and then also journaling is another one. But I would say the main ones I would say would be sleep, um, deleting apps, just yeah. to give myself a little breathing room. Um, and then movement. I love yoga, but sometimes I'm not up for like a full yoga session yeah. so yesterday i was like that i was kind of a little tired um but i just rolled out my mat anyway and i did some like restorative yoga poses so mostly like stretching and mm. deep breathing and then i did a little bit more rigorous so i kind of just like yeah. did my own thing um yeah. and just that's it, 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 that's helpful to me so yeah and i think that's something that like more and more people are waking up to that like oh i'm just gonna do the thing that's right for me right now yeah right like yeah. it's like because i did the same thing i started a workout yesterday about halfway through i was like and i'm done <laughs> yeah you do what you can i'm just like we're gonna call we're gonna call this one and it's just gonna be good enough and it's gonna mm -hmm. be fine yeah. um i want to get back to something you said about the social media break because it's i deleted twitter off of my phone because i found that every time i was going on there I was just getting super anxious and I was getting, I was constantly looking for like updates about, you know, the virus or New York. Like, so yeah. I'm originally from New York. And so was looking oh, up wow. those updates and then, okay, how does that compare to California? And how does that, you know, mm -hmm. like, so I just felt like every time I was getting on there and it was just like, just this like anxiety soup. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, like, I'm going to delete this. I'll look at it like once a day, like on, you know, my desktop or, you yeah. know, Safari or whatever. And, and call it a day because it was just, and so I think like it's a lot. Yeah. And I think giving yourself permission to go ahead and delete those things or yeah. take a break. And 
especially yeah. like I think social, you know, especially Instagram, there's this idea. It's like, oh, what's everybody else doing? Oh, should I be doing that? I should probably be doing yeah. that. They're using their right. time better. <laughs> right. Like I, I'm like burning my toast and someone else is making like a three layer cake at home. And I'm like, what's going on in my world that I, <laughs> I was like, should I, I do think... that? I guess I should bake. Yeah. Something. But you also, one good thing too, is just like monitoring how you use it because there are some people who never take breaks, never need one. And I think that they, uh, just kind of use it differently. So sometimes yeah. there's something to learn from that. From Twitter, for instance, Twitter can be just crazy because the feed yeah. is moving so quickly. And then you're seeing tweets of people you don't follow and you might necessar not necessarily want to see those. Yeah. But um, I use lists on there a lot. And so I okay. have like a list of friends and it's just like 20 people that they are safe tweeters. They, they're not toxic. Um, they're not arguing with people. They, they yeah. tweet inspiration. And I immediately swipe over to that list and don't even look at my main feed. And then I might check back at my own tweets because typos galore, but yeah. that's another story. <laughs> so I go back and look at those. But the lists have been really helpful. And I have the, I have like a writer's yeah. list, a creative one, an inspiration one, a foodie one, where I'm just literally scrolling through like the different ideas of things to eat. And that has yeah. helped me a ton. I mean, of course, deleting it is an option. But again, we're probably talking to content creators who a little bit need to be in this space because they need to know what's going on. And yeah. so um, I will check my feed here and there. And that helps me with ideas for what to talk about on the podcast. But I don't spend a ton of time there. And I think we forget that we can also mute people on there if we, we don't mm -hmm. want to unfollow them. And we can also unfollow if we need to. Because yeah. there are some people, I, I think they mean well. But one thing that causes me anxiety is, say someone is, is tweeting something that is harmful to a group of people mm -hmm. or they're tweeting misinformation. Well, here comes this other person to reply and argue with them. And now I have to read that harmful thing oh, because yeah. they quote tweeted them. Yes. So people like that. I've had to mute them or unfollow them because it's just too harmful to me. I mean, you might be defending black women or, or women or whoever you're defending, yeah. but I had to now see that other really bitter speech going on. So um, I think, yeah, we kind of have to monitor all of that because we're taking in so much. Yeah, I've definitely had that happen where I'll be scrolling through my feed and then I see something that I'm just like, like yeah, it's something I don't follow. It's the opposite, you know, of anything that I believe. And it's like, why am I seeing this? Like, oh, because somebody yes. either quote tweeted it. And yeah, so that's mm -hmm. it's crazy. <laughs> like this. Yeah, it is. Um, I also love the idea of vision mapping. That's such a great idea because I think one of the things that I've been, you know, telling my clients to do is like, yes, you know, your brain wants to go to the worst case scenarios and think about yeah. all of the terrible things that are happening or what could happen and worry about what everybody else is doing. And, but I've also kind of been time to give, because life is 50-50, right? Like 50% of the time it's awesome and 50% mm -hmm. of the time it sucks. Yeah. Is giving your brain, like your brain needs the 50% of the good stuff too. So if you're going to obsess mm -hmm. about it, like you have to give kind of equal time to like, to your point, like, okay, what if this was the best thing to ever have? Like, how could this be a really good thing? Or what do I want to focus on after this? What do I want to get out of this? Like just letting your brain kind of play in like that sandbox instead of yeah. the like mucky sandbox the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. It's really a fun exercise in, um, I guess maybe like a more advanced form of daydreaming. I mean, as kids, there are no limits. You, you're yeah. thinking about like, you never say, oh, that's ridiculous. When you're five or six years old and you're imagining whatever you come up with. Oh, like I was with a friend walking and her son was with us and he, he was like about four at the time. And we saw this pond. And so I was pointing out like different flowers and he looks at me and he's like, 
Fifi, do you think there might be mermaids in there? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> you know, he just was like, he's just one hundred percent. It was so cute. And I was like, but as adults, we just everything that is like not presently happening, we sometimes challenge it and call it ridiculous. And you know, we don't have to be completely unrealistic, but like for instance, if you don't like your current living situation or your current job, what would be wrong with making a list of the things you really want and how yeah. that would feel and what kind of hours you want to work and what you'd like your desk space to look like and yeah. you know just different things so when the time comes you're ready you yeah. know exactly what it is you want so yeah no i love that yeah i have i have a couple of clients who have been on the fence with their position and kind of thinking about leaving and not sure and this is something that has definitely pushed them over the edge um yeah and then, yeah it's that idea of like okay what do you want the next thing to be and how do you want to feel in that role mm -hmm. and what does that look like um, so let's talk about some like bad coping mechanisms. What are some things we should not be doing <laughs> besides comparing um, ourselves to yeah. everybody, right? And comparing Definitely. our quarantine. I think the comparison is, is, is one of the main ones. I mean, we saw the little uh, meme that was going around about, you know, you should be coming out of the quarantine with a new skill or starting no. a business. And then everybody was like, hold on, I hate that and stop. Like, I hate it. People... <laughs> Yeah, I posted that this week and I, so many people, cause I had kind of seen it and was like, come on, I hate this. I hate the like tightness mm -hmm. in the chest this gives me. I hate this whole yeah. thing. And I just, yeah, I put it up with like a little bit of a rant and I was kind of surprised at how many people were like, thank you. Thank yeah. you for saying this because I'm so over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, but I think sometimes I've had the tendency to give that grace to others, but still hold mm -hmm. myself to that same unrealistic yeah. standard that I'm telling other people that they have grace for. And so that's something that I'm recognizing in myself. And something that I was reading up on yesterday um, is a uh, cognitive uh, distortion. Mm. And there's, there, there are 10 of them. It's something to look into later, of course, but a lot of them have to do with these really unrealistic expectations we put on ourselves. An example of them would be the all or nothing one, where you kind of just see things in black and white. And so yeah. maybe if you gave a speech, if you don't like one thing about it, then everything is trash after that. You know, and then with comparison, it's this tendency to look at others as great and then like you're this complete failure compared to them. So all of them, um, I think if you read all 10, it's like all of us have fallen into them at some point. But I think in a time like this where we're not around our friends and family as much and just not doing our normal things that keep us healthy and happy, it's yeah. easy to get stuck in that cycle. And I found that to be the case for myself. And I was reading a few and I was like, oh, I didn't even realize I was doing that until it was so well articulated. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of it has to do with thought process, because I'm not going to say like, I think if this were five or six years ago, when I was such a like calorie and health Nazi, I would have said like, oh, don't use food as a coping mechanism and all these things. But I think the mindset is the scariest one. Now I'm like, yeah. I mean, you, we pretty much have to get by. We don't know what people's financial situations yeah. are. There are people like me. I have probably over 40 food allergies. There's all, oh, wow. there are all these things that I can't eat. I get sick food poisoning symptoms. So there are days when I just in a row eat the same thing or my mm -hmm. body's not feeling it. So I have like smoothies for the first two meals and it's not that filling, but it's all I can really do. And yeah. so I stay away from preaching about all of those activities because we need to just kind of go intuitively and do what's best. But as far as our mindset, we do need to sort of be like the hall monitor to be like, what, what, where are you going? Where are you going? Because yeah. like we all have that tendency to just like get off track. And we're so good with other people, but when it's ourselves, it's like, well, no, but I know better. Yeah. I, like for me, I'm a podcaster. How can I be talking about self-care <laughs> to other people 
and yeah. then fail at this, you know, and it's like, that's not helpful. So I would say yeah. the mindset is like number one and everything else falls into place with that, you know, I yeah. think because I, one thing that's annoying is there's been a lot of judging on the food aspect. People are saying like, oh, all the fresh food is still available, but all you guys are buying is pasta and rice. And it's like, because that's how you stock your pantry. Do you not know how this works? <laughs> like, so, but yeah. just mindset, I would say. Yeah. No, I think you're 100% right. And I think, you know, questioning those thoughts that come up and getting curious, like you were saying, like, sometimes you just think that those are the facts and that you, it's like you report your yeah. thoughts like they're the news when yeah, you can just question them and just be like, is this really true? Like, yeah, like it, I was having a hard time even recording this podcast for the first couple of weeks because I was like, how am I supposed to like inspire anybody when I feel like crap? I don't know what the hell is going on. Like, I'm just a giant ball of, you know, panic and anxiety from time to time. Or like I would swing from like super productive and mm -hmm. to, like just a blob on the couch. And I was just like, nobody wants yeah. to. Like, I don't, I don't got nothing. But mm -hmm. when I started thinking about that, I was like, well, like, no, there's probably some value in letting people know they're not alone. Right. And, yeah. and again, like questioning those thoughts of like, yeah, it's not all or nothing. You don't have to be, you know, um, you don't have to have it all figured out. Right. We can just give ourselves that grace. I love that. And I love yeah. like that, you know, yeah, your mindset, it's all going to change. And I, what I'm loving, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving, what I'm loving about this time though, is I feel like this time is bringing up everybody's stuff like faster and harder yeah. than any other time. So oh, if yeah. you had, yeah, like I have said this before, I'm a control enthusiast. Like, I don't think I'm a control freak. I just really like control. So I'm a control enthusiast. Uh -huh. yeah. And um, mm -hmm. this has been an exercise in like, just like tons of things that I have no control over. And it's like the universe yeah. is like, now try again, now try again. <laughs> like mm -hmm. Try to let mm -hmm. that go, you know? And it's just bringing up everybody's, yeah, all of the thoughts that you have that you think are just the way you are or the way it is. Yeah. You get to question mm -hmm. all of that, which is kind of exciting and terrifying. It is exciting. Yeah, it, I think it is exciting. I think that we will come out with a different mindset. Um, you know, I think that the productivity and all the other stuff people are talking about, whatever, good for you if it happens, if you start a business. But <laughs> for sure, it should affect your mindset. And um, I think that that's the positive out of it. Because yeah. like, even with me, I didn't recognize my privilege when it came to stuff like health. And then here I am, you know, when I'm talking about a smoothie and I'm like, well, I add Kamu Kamu and Maka and all these things for anxiety and stress. And other people are like, we don't even have that in our stores. And, you know, for our grocery budget, that yeah, doesn't work. You yeah. know, so it's not to say that I can't still promote those things, but it's to be reminded that I live in Southern California where I have access to everything. People, yeah. other people are not adding unicorn dust to their smoothies. They have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. Is that a real thing? No. Well, probably, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I've never, I've heard of mantra. I, I haven't that. heard of unicorn dust. <laughs> I'm sure it is, but not I'm really. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, just, I, I realized that um, as a person that's in the wellness space, yeah. we get so far along with what we've learned that we sometimes can be, you know, a little bit pretentious, not mm -hmm. meaning to be, but it's just, yeah. you know, you have a different knowledge base. So meeting people where they are is super important. So I'm trying my best to have like different levels to it um, yeah. and reminding people that like, uh, for instance, with meditation, people talk about it being really, really helpful, but it can also be stressful to someone who's not used to sitting still. Yeah. Like, the idea of sitting in a room for even 15 minutes in silence, like, what am I supposed to do with that? 
Yes. Um, and like for me, like I have ADHD, so I can relate to, you know, not being able to focus unless it's something I'm totally passionate about. It's tough to focus. But yeah. what I found is active meditation is super helpful. So whether it is um, going for a walk in nature and just literally mm -hmm. focusing just on the path or um, embroidery, which has been my new thing. Oh, and so yeah. I'll put on some really chill music and I'll get, you know, everything out and I'll just stitch and just enjoy. And that's my way to focus on just one thing because yeah. I'm so new at embroidery still that it keeps my attention. And I mean, yeah. I can't, you know, I it's like, I can't worry about a bunch of other stuff. So I'm trying not to stab myself in the finger every 10 <laughs> seconds. And I think this is helpful because I mean, I've read a lot about like different practices when people are going into becoming like religious leaders, like Buddhist monks, like they will for hours be like counting grains of rice. So mm. there's some value in just doing one little mundane activity yeah. so that it takes your mind off of like everything else. And so for me, um, you know, that's what I'll do music and, and stitching or music and folding you know something else and, yeah. and i can count that as my meditation i didn't have to sit in full lotus in a dark room <laughs> you know just because it's not going to work for me i know that that doesn't work <laughs> yeah no i tried when every time i've tried meditation it's the same thing i've needed to do something i'm like is this it what are we doing and so yeah. i i think when i first um the thing that worked for me to get me to sit for 10 minutes was like a um it was like a kundalini like chant and like you kind of tapped your fingers oh with it and mm -hmm. so I was like okay like that gave me something to do and something to think and like yeah I, then I could kind of baby step myself up to like okay now I can do it with like maybe just music or maybe just yeah. a gong or you know it's like um but yeah there are some days where it's like I don't like I don't want to do that like I would rather yeah. just go for a walk or mm -hmm. you know to your point like organizing things like if I could just alphabetize something like that's almost meditating <laughs> yes <laughs> and so yes. we just might um my partner has like a huge record collection that we went through oh. recently mm -hmm. and you know kind of sorted and alphabetized and it was like my favorite day ever and like my son yeah. was like that's gonna take 20 years or that's gonna take forever and I was like I'm gonna do this in an afternoon like <laughs> I'm gonna get in the zone and it's gonna mm -hmm. be but yeah it's like whatever right to your point like whatever works for you whatever like yeah. helps kind of just like you know help you turn your mind off a little bit or give it a break absolutely yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, BP, I'm so excited that we got to do this. I um, yeah. I'm, and thanks for being my like my tester with Instagram. Oh, of course, <laughs> absolutely. I think next time I'll work on like actually looking at the comments. Like I've kind of been seeing them go by, but I haven't yeah. seen anything. It's so. hard to keep up, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please subscribe, share with your friends, or leave a review on iTunes. As we grow the show, I would love to hear from you. What damn thing did you accomplish this week? Is there a topic you're dying for me to explore on the show? Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Do The Damn Thing Show and let me know. I can't wait to connect with you and hear all about the action you're taking in your life. In the meantime, get out there and do the damn thing.